Welcome to Open Matters, the Setfords podcast. Yes, we're back with a bigger budget version of this podcast than you've ever seen before. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see we have a logo, we have microphones, we have a studio, but we had that anyway. So yeah, they've given us more money, um, but they haven't taken us off air yet, which is great. Um, I am joined today by Alastair Sinclair, uh, who is a senior consultant at Setfords. And he's hopefully going to talk to me a little bit about uh, your practice area, which I believe is matrimonial matters and litigation. Yes, that's right, Eric. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about the uh, the world of uh, matrimony. What's uh, what, what's going on there? And is it that time of year? Is there a seasonality in terms of peaks in divorces? I mean, it's often said that, I suppose, significant times like Christmas generate a lot of... Uh, yeah, a, a lot of cracks in relationships, I suppose, because there's more pressure, even though everybody wants it to be a lovely family time. The reality is that, you know, if, if there are cracks in a relationship, there's a lot more pressure on it and, and you know, they might grow. So yeah. I suppose after Christmas, classically, it's known as the time when uh, there may be more divorces, uh, more people inquiring about it. Yeah. I've 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 heard that I've heard there are some some trends and you can understand how that would happen as a, a lawyer working in that field is there how do you approach that is it because I guess it sort of can be quite intense uh, what, what's your sort of preparation for something like that well it is intense work of course because there's nothing more fundamental than your family life hmm. your children um, as an approachable I think. Initially, people when they when they come to speak to you, they're often in a in, in a state of distress. They want answers and they want certainty, and you can't give that actually at the very beginning of a matter because there are so many factors to, yeah. to work out and how it's going to f- feed into that. So it, it's it's not something you can give them, but you can reassure them of one thing, Eric, that if you follow the process we will come to a conclusion and, and in fairness the the you know there are lots of urban myths about you know people taking their shirt off the husband or whatever mm. you know that is an urban myth of course because the court would never approve an order which was fundamentally unfair yeah so there will be a, a solution and that solution needs to be practical yeah it, and is empathy a sort of a part of 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 how you approach these kinds uh, of matters i mean empathy is empathy is a there's sympathy and there's empathy, and I think empathy comes with with communicating more understanding to a client than perhaps sympathy does. Obviously, you are sympathetic to people's situations, but you know, if you're an empathetic person, you feel it, and that's why in my matters, when 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 we when we're going through the process, um, it's we is the word is the term I use. What are we going to do? Because you know, we are collectively a team together yeah and you're obviously with these people for quite some time these these aren't sorted out quickly i mean maybe sometimes but you're on a journey aren't you we're on a big journey and it it depends i mean some of the yeah so the matrimonial financial issues yes you can be on quite a journey you could be on a two-year journey but by the end of it with that sometimes not always the the children uh, um, issues they can be a very long journey yeah they could be a recent journey I had was uh, five years, believe it or not. Really? Five years, yeah. It took us five years to and get to a, a position whereby you know, grandparents could see their grandchild. Right. 
Because of course, yeah, there is a sort of a wider network, isn't there, around a couple? And you mentioned children, you mentioned grandparents. There's sometimes, you know, people maybe wanting to move abroad and that, things that, like that. That's right. There are, you know, when you if you do want to move abroad with your children, if you if you're separated or divorced, you will need permission, consent at yeah. least from your partner. But you yeah. might need permission of the court to do so. And yes, the the, the wider family network. I think uh, it's a bit of a hobby horse of mine, but grandparents, they're more involved than they've ever been before in, in, uh, in, in families. They often provide, you know, support whilst mm. the parents go out to work. So their, their, their role isn't, you know, Saturday afternoon around uh, at grandma and granddad's house, you know, eating stuff that your parents wouldn't allow you to do. It's, it's much more involved. And of course, when parties separate, sometimes, one one party one one parent will not be happy for 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 the, for the grandparents to have the same level of involvement or sometimes no involvement at all yeah so this is an area of law that you've been involved with for quite some time am i right yeah a long time yeah and what years, what led you what led you into that sort of legal career path well i think i i remember i i, I started working in a firm which was um, a criminal law firm but in those days yes it was criminal but it, I was predominantly involved in that but there was an offshoot from that of course because there were lots of family issues arising out of that kind of situation so I kind of began to go down that track and crime obviously as as we often say in law doesn't pay anymore so you know I, I, that's that's the track i ended up going down yeah and so i think you're quite new with us aren't you is that right yeah, what is this right. week six seven something like that six or seven i think eric although it feels like i've been here forever <laughs> <laughs> same for me too um i've been here for eight months i think yeah um and maybe that's a good thing you know it's one of those yeah. places where you know you can quickly sort of totally. bed in and find find your yeah. place I, I found that yeah hopefully you have too so what's it been like settling in with us how has that journey been um i think yeah it's been really it's been a positive journey for me um i would i, I describe myself as my work i pursue quite traditionally i think i had a secretary and i would dictate i did my own emails but she would actually process the work I suppose and obviously it was a leap of faith to come here thinking oh my goodness me I'm going to be doing all of that myself and um but somebody did say to me that fortune favors the brave so I took the step I took the step took the leap <laughs> but um what I have found out is that um actually the support is here in exactly the same way yeah well, not in the same way because it's not one person. Mm. So I've, but what you do discover is you find the pathways to find that support that you need. And the, the interesting thing about that is that when you find that pathway, so if you, for example, need a court bundle to be done, which can be a big document, yeah. that's done by the bundle team who are incredibly efficient. In fact, they're so efficient that two weeks ago they put, they put together a 400 page bundle. I dictated it at 3.15 and it was with the judge by 10 o'clock. And that surprised me. So I, I have found that even though I'm using different pathways rather than one person, the quality of the work is, is uh, so far has been exceptional. Mm. I mean, that's good to hear because obviously I'm, I work in 
marketing and communications and often you know i kind of get uh, to hear sort of criticisms about you know the fee share firm sector i mean we don't really call ourselves a fee share firm you know we provide uh, legal services in the same way as other yes. law firms we're regulated in the same way and we really work hard to try and provide a great working environment for people like yourself and so yes it's good to hear that that first hand experience were what was your what made you sort of look at consultancy as an option so I, I think, you know, I, I've been in the law for over 20 years and I've been a partner in a couple of firms and um, I, I suppose I know the traditional model quite well. Mm. But I, like many people, um, COVID was a catalyst mm. in so many ways. It accelerated uh, the development of technology for lawyers almost overnight. And I think when COVID hit... I mean, I never worked from home. I, just, I, I never worked from home. When COVID hit, we all went to work from home. And all of a sudden, we discovered how we could work remotely from home. Um, we could dictate. We could still get documents produced. The The paper files began to diminish because you were all on the cloud. You were mm. in technology. Yeah. And um, so we discovered that there was another way. And actually, what you did discover was that... The people, you, it was easier to do, you know, greater fee, fee income. It was, you know, it was, you didn't have to travel. All of those things uh, began to make me think and many other people think, mm. is there a different way of doing it? And I think when you've been, when you're running an office as a lawyer, your, 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 your primary role, which is, you know, the law, looking after clients, gets to a certain extent diminished but also it gets squeezed the time you spend on the matter is get squeezed by that yeah and at the end of the day i didn't come into this to not be a lawyer to to, to be a manager in inverted commas you know it was it was being a lawyer going to court yeah. seeing clients yeah. those were the things i wanted to do and i suppose it fed into that for me i thought as a consultant i could i could do all of those things mm. And I could focus again, refocus on 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 that side of things without the extraneous yeah. pressures, which because that's presumably where your passion lies. That's mm. what's fulfilling about your job, yeah. isn't it? You want to work with clients, and you want to get the best outcome for them that you can. But that's right, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, of course, there's 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 the monetary side of things and the benefits uh, in that way. But you know, primarily. I want to help people and I do want to get, I do want to enable them to, to go forward with their lives. Mm. And I see that's, that's my role. Wonderfully, ironically though, um, obviously we, we promote a very strong remote working mm. message and that's attractive to a lot of people. However, you're, you're in the office a lot. <laughs> I, I, I see you around all the time. Uh, no, I am around all the time. Uh, but the choice is yours. You, you don't have to be here, but you, you, you no, choose to no, be here. No, no, well, well, I suppose that's right. Um, I kind of, because, as I've already said, I was not te technically very adept in, in an administrative kind of function. Mm. I kind of thought that, well, the best way of learning the system and how to do things is actually to be present. Mm. And therefore, if, for example, I had uh, a, a, an issue, a technical issue uh, or a secretarial type issue, I could literally and i do mm. pick up the pick up the the phone speak to liam invariably mm -hmm. uh poor chap and uh ask him a very stupid question and he's more than happy to help me mm -hmm. and 
that's part of the reason I came was that. Yeah. The other part of the reason was that I suppose I, when I came into the environment, so Hamish shows me about, and, yeah. and actually to be perfectly honest, I was quite wowed by it. And it felt a very positive vibe. And I think, you know, for me as an individual working in such a positive environment is beneficial to the way I go about my work. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, we we work, we sit on the same floor, so you know, you're sort of gregarious and sociable with <laughs> with the things, and that's great to see actually, because very often in my role we speak or email consultants who are you know many miles away. So actually, having someone like yourself who's in, uh, and we can we can talk, you know, and it's quite easy to do that. Yep. You know, setting up this conversation for the podcast really very simple so it's, it's it's good to have you around and you know you, you clearly enjoy uh your yeah. your your banter with 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 the team which, which is yeah, great yeah which is good but but that's what i mean the whole the whole t- the other thing is setford's this you know the office and when you're in it it's clear that everybody's here to help yeah you I mean it, it's there there to enable you to do the work that's their role yeah and you know to a woman to a man they have all they have all helped me immeasurably mm-hmm. oh that's good to hear i mean you've mentioned liam from it and, and hamish of course who mm. uh hamish sabin who uh, we will talk to at some point on, on one of these podcasts is yes. the sort of the the shop window um yes. from a recruitment perspective he was your sort of gateway into into the he was and what, what were your interactions with 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 him like so um yeah somebody gave me uh, an email address because they'd spoken to Hamish so I emailed Hamish and I had a, tele- a conversation with him and uh yeah I liked him he's very straightforward Hamish mm. he's uh he's very sincere mm. and um yeah he was very helpful you know he 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 you know anything asked him he he if he didn't know it he'd find out um you know it was, uh, yeah, it was good it was a really good I felt really positive that's good. That's good. So outside of law and outside of work, I think you sort of, uh, you, you betrayed a confidence yesterday when you popped in here to see all this equipment, <laughs> was got it? rather yeah. wowed by microphones I and mixers. It, yeah. You clearly love a bit of music, I gather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. A bit of music. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, I am, you know, I, I like to play the guitar, the electric guitar. You know, my, I, I was in a band and sort of locked down, kind of locked down my, my last band and we haven't kind of, you know, uh, managed to get it going again but yeah so guitar playing guitar amplifiers all that kind of stuff all this kind of yeah is the thing i like there's, there's a rumor you're getting a setford's band well together. i i've i think i've found all the necessary components eric <laughs> it's just a question of galvanizing that and you can tell already we've got the equipment to record that, yes. that legendary well, first album that's right i can see that and there's something on the mixing desk as we speak yes so before we we finish and draw to a close alistair um uh, i mentioned to you previously but we like to play a game on this podcast (laughs) called What's in Your Backpack. Yes. Uh, The rules are, um, you know, assuming that in in this virtual backpack, uh, the things that you need, like a laptop and a phone and a charger and all that stuff is in there, notebook, pen. Uh, What we're after is three things that you would have in there that you can't possibly live without when you're remote working, when you are remote working, that is. Um, And so they, you know, two of them could probably fit in a backpack. Yeah. But this backpack might also be TARDIS-like, so you could have something that defies the laws of physics. Yeah. So, uh, Alastair Sinclair, what's in your backpack? Go. Well, in a very boring practical level, I have things like an Ethernet cable. Okay. That's very boring. I practical. also have um, chocolate, which is quite important because you've got to keep your energy levels up. Dark or milk? No, milk chocolate. Okay. Um, large bar of 
generally. Nice. Because once you start, you can't stop, can you? You, you need can't. to feel sated when you yeah, do that. Absolutely. So I've got that. I've also got a crystal ball. A crystal ball? A crystal ball, yeah. Okay. Any particular reason? Yeah, because yeah, I think as lawyers, we're always trying to see into the future. Okay. So oh. you need to consult with your crystal ball. You I like what you did there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so an Ethernet cable, I think a giant bar of milk chocolate. A crystal ball. And a crystal ball. But I would also, if I had four, I'd also have a Fender Stratocaster guitar, but that won't fit in my backpack. It could fit in this backpack. Yeah. We might let you have four things. How four about? things, yeah. Take well, the guitar. Why not? Why not? I'll take You're going to need it for the band. I am good for the Setford's band. Absolutely. Alistair Sinclair, it's been an absolute joy talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Open Matters, and I'm sure I'll see you around the office. So uh, have <laughs> a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Open Matters uh, with me, Eric Willard-White. Can't get that in enough. Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, We are doing double unsung heroes today. So um, we are joined now by uh, Chloe Fawkes uh, from Legal Secretaries at Setford's. Really important engine room of the business. Hello, Chloe. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. You did describe this just a minute ago as it's just a chat with Eric. Chat with Eric, yeah. Absolutely, that's what it is. Um, So for the benefit of people listening and some watching perhaps on YouTube, talk us through your normal day in the life of, of your job. Day in the life? Well, I always start the morning with putting my files away. Okay. That's very important. And then we just we just start. We just straight onto big hand, logging on, um, clicking on dictations. And then I get my little sticky note out and I write all my references down and then go off, grab them, do them, repeat, really. That sounds intense. It's very routine, but I like it. Yeah. Because you've been with us for a while. Three years in August it was, yeah. yeah I saw your post on LinkedIn yeah. celebrating your time with us, which is great. Yeah, it's very good. So Big Hand, what, what does that do? So Big Hand is where all the consultants put their dictations up of work that they'd like us to do. So it's got like new files to be opened, like invoices, exchanges, just any sort of work that they need us to do. Because obviously we have the physical files they can put on. Please, can you do this for us? We'll go grab it, do it, and then we can mark that as complete and send them a little email saying this is all done for you. And so it's just basically our little kind of software, I guess, that has everything for us to be doing. Yeah. So it sounds like it's really integral to a consultant's working day. Yeah, I'd say so, definitely. Because if, say, something is not dated on time, that could affect the matter, push it back in terms of exchanges or completions. Yeah. So I definitely say it's very important. Yeah. And how many of you work in legal secretaries? Oh, I'd have to do like a little count. Go on, a little mental note. Three, four, There's 20 of us, I think, in office. And then there's a few more people at home. I definitely want to say it's just under 30. That would be my wow. estimate, so I think. That is a big, chunky group of support for, for the company. So, you know, consultants are really on a daily, hourly, probably minute by minute basis, really reliant on everything that you do in that team. Yeah, definitely. I think so. And is that the job that you you started with when you joined Setford? No. So when I started, I actually was a admin assistant, like the scanning and the filing. I'd like wanted to get out of working in a restaurant. And then I always had an interest in law because I did it for A-level. Yeah. And I saw the role for like 
scanning and filing administrative assistant and it said like this is a really good role if you want to like start at the bottom Mm -hmm. and work your way up for the company and I thought that's like perfect so yeah started just doing the scanning and the filing and then worked my way up through admin and then now secretaries and so how long have you been in secretaries then just over a year it was a year year in August and you're well judging by your post in August you you are enjoying that oh yeah I love it yeah Yeah. it's really good and where do you hope to get to what's your what's your ambition you said you did law is that sort of a you know is that on the horizon for you I never went to uni it didn't quite work out but I'm perfectly happy at the moment staying in secretaries like I'm perfectly comfortable I really enjoy the job I enjoy the people so I'm just I'm just chilling really I'm just staying put for now I've got no I bet you're not it sounds like you're super busy well, a bit not chilling in terms of the word, but just like in the role. I'm in, just, your, yeah, in your career. I'm okay. perfectly comfortable. That's good. So do you have much interaction with our consultants in terms of they get to know you, talk to them, that kind of stuff? What? How do they sort of encounter you directly? Do they speak yeah, to you on a daily I basis? I speak to, yeah, quite a couple where I've been moved on to doing COTS now in um, secretaries. I feel like I get a lot more interaction, like phone calls and more emails. But yeah, every day we like send emails. So I think there is a lot of constant communication there, so which is will, good. So they will recognise you from this podcast. I hope so, yeah. yeah. Putting a, a face, putting the, face to a name, watching yeah. on YouTube or a, a voice, yeah, a voice. Oh, that's good. Um, so, what, what's talk, talk to us a little bit about? You've been here for three years. What's what do you like about Setfords? I mean, I see you at the book club. I love yes, that. Yes, love book I, I know club. You love that as well. What, what's what? What do you like about being at Setfords? The main thing is like the people. Like, I've got such a great group of friends here, and everyone, like, even across like the whole company like gets on well with everyone like I could walk past anyone I think like in the corridors and be like hi so I love the people like it's a really good group of people and I love the work like every day's different I know everyone probably says that but it is like whatever dictation you click on it can be completely different so mm. I just find it really interesting and like routined okay yeah you like a routine yeah I definitely like a routine. I like a routine as well I definitely. like a routine so book club I I, I just mentioned yes. you're a huge prolific reader aren't yeah. you <laughs> what's your current sort of book count for the year I think last time I checked I started getting back into reading end of January since then I've read I think 54 books now I think I'm on 54 Whoa. yes that's, that's a scary number yeah because I I don't drive do I so I can sit on the train every morning and bash out 30 to 50 pages i am just beginning to feel the benefits of that actually i've <laughs> just started coming in by train a couple of days a week yeah so have you started the humans the current book club book yeah i started that this morning i'm on page 50 <laughs> i don't it's not my type of thing i'm more you know like murder kind yeah, of yeah. true crime but yes i think it's clever the way it's been written from like the aliens perspective but yeah yeah no, yeah I'm, I'm, i don't I haven't formed a solid opinion on it yet. I'm not too sure. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I'm with you there. I think I'm with you. So, I mean, you know, Setfords provides an awful lot of things to do. Um, our okay. consultants also have their own book club as well. Yeah. So, you know, there's a real variety of, uh, of of things for them to sort of join into. And obviously, as a representative of uh, of legal secretaries, you're you're giving that team a big shout. So, well done for that. Um, so, Chloe, thank you very much for joining us on open matters been delightful talking to you we really love what you do i know our consultants love what you do so uh, so thank you for that perfect thank you very much thank you for joining us well that's it for this episode of open matters thank you for joining us we hope you enjoyed it 
Open Matters is a production from the marketing and communications team at Setfords. Individual episode producers are Sarah Jones and Amy Mills. Sound recording, sound design, video recording and all sorts of other magic provided by Matt James at Matt James Media. We'd like to thank Bengo Media who have helped us set this podcast up and given us lots of advice in the background. We're continually trying to improve this podcast. It is new and we want to make it better as we go. So if you have any feedback, do please send us an email at openmatterspodcast at setfords.co.uk. That's openmatterspodcast at setfords.co.uk. We look forward to welcoming you back soon.